Welcome back to the Statehouse Express. This is our fourth installment in our new podcast series. Now, we hope you're finding these podcasts informative and helpful, and we'd encourage you to let us know. Send us feedback and comments. Now, before I get into the Statehouse business, this is a week of celebrations for various non-public school communities. First, we celebrate National School Choice Week. Since 2011, schools across the country have been celebrating the importance of having high-quality, accessible educational options for families. In addition, we're also celebrating National Catholic Schools Week and National Lutheran Education Week. There's lots of reasons to celebrate here in Indiana. On Monday this past week, we celebrated Martin Luther King Day, and the General Assembly was not in session. I did have the opportunity, though, to speak at a non-public school rally on Monday evening in Lafayette. The schools there put together a great program and had a great turnout. Most importantly, those present not only got to hear about the importance of ongoing advocacy, but they were given the opportunity to take that first step. Computer stations were set up and families were given the opportunity to write their legislators. Kudos to all of our Lafayette school leaders. Wednesday is committee day for those of us who lobby on education policy. Wednesday morning, the House Education Committee met and heard seven bills, two of which had particular importance to our non-public schools. House Bill 1003, Representative Jordan's deregulation bill, went through some significant amendments, but then passed out of committee 13 to 0. You may remember this bill deals with attempting to address all of the required teacher trainings while also giving schools the ability to petition to waive certain statutes and regulations. Much of the amendment discussion was around what things should not be waivable. As I've said previously, everyone wants deregulation, but every regulation and training has someone who wants it. Another bill that we've engaged on is House Bill 1066. It's a various education matters bill, which means it has a little bit of everything in it, including the kitchen sink. In particular, it includes the sibling and foster child fix that we've been working on for the past couple years. It also includes a requirement to provide discipline records when a student transfers. The rationale behind this part of the bill was ensuring that schools accepting transfer students are aware if there are school safety concerns with a particular student. We had some concerns about the language in this part of the bill and have been working with Representative Thompson to address our concerns. There's also a part of the bill that attempts to simplify background checks for schools that operate a preschool or a daycare. And finally, there was a committee amendment to the bill that requires schools to provide information to parents about meningitis immunizations at the beginning of each school year. This bill also passed out of committee 12 to 0, and only one person testified against a sibling foster child fix. That in itself is a major accomplishment. The Senate Education Committee met Wednesday afternoon and had nine bills scheduled. Thank goodness they held a number of those bills, or I may have been spending the night, and the chairs in the Senate chamber are just not that comfortable. We were most interested in Senate Bill 455, which is intended to revise freeway accreditation. As we shared in a prior podcast, this bill, as it was introduced, would have combined freeway accreditation with traditional state accreditation. It would bring the flexibility of freeway and the reasonable performance standards from the traditional model. Unfortunately, right before the committee met, I found out that there was an amendment that removed all of the flexibility language. I'm told it was because there were too many flexibility bills in process. This put me in a difficult spot, and I ended up having to testify against the bill if it was amended. The Department of Education expressed concerns about that amendment as well, as did our friends at the Institute for Quality Education. The bill was not voted on to allow us time to work with the author on the bill. Senate Bill 266, which deals with, again, reducing teacher trainings, passed out of committee 12 to 0. 
and Senate Bill 223, which requires all seniors to complete a FAFSA unless a waiver is requested, passed out of committee 11 to 1. The bill was also amended to say that this requirement would apply to choice schools as well. IMPEA is currently tracking 63 education bills. With crossover a week away and with committee's work ending for the first half of session this week, that number should be drastically reduced as the first half of the session comes to an end. If a bill doesn't get a hearing, it technically dies, but the language from a dead bill could get amended into another piece of legislation, so we'll still have to be vigilant about problem bills and problem language. We will probably be posting some action alerts in our Legislative Action Center over the next couple of weeks. It will be very important that you reach out to your elected representatives when alerts are posted and that you encourage your school communities to do the same. Remember, you can find our Legislative Action Center on our website at www.impea.org. So until the next edition of the State House Express, have a great National School Choice Week, National Catholic Schools Week, and National Lutheran Education Week. And remember, we are always stronger together. Take care. <music>